Welcome to the Comfortable in Chaos Podcast. Podcast. Strangle your demons and let's go. Y'all need Jesus! America, sweet America, God shed his grace on thee. Man, I love all the patriotic music, but I don't think one does it quite as good or soul-inspiring, empathetically, since we're men and incapable of feeling, but empathetically like the great Ray Charles's version, America the Beautiful. Man, it is soul-stirring. It is hip even to this day. And I would say that Ray Charles, (laughs) here he was lifting up this country and this flag born in 1930s Georgia and Colin Kaepernick ran from the flag every chance he could get. Certainly this country provided both the same opportunity, albeit I would guess that Mr. Charles may have had it perhaps a little bit more difficult However, he did not lament it. Whereas another one, Mr. Kaepernick, who rose to levels that most of us could only dream of, found every reason in the world not to embrace it. So what we're talking about here is simply a matter of perspective. What is shaping yours? I would say if you're interested in division or disunity, man, that's easy to hold on to. If you're interested in unity, service, and togetherness, well, gee whiz, man, that's the age-old conundrum with anything. How do you do that with a spouse? How do you do that with your children? How do you do that with your extended family? How do you do that with people around you? Therefore, it's so hard everywhere. If you don't have that core competency within your loved ones around you, and this isn't the message, how in the world are you ever going to get it with the people at large around you? Moreover, if you never get into the role of critical thinker, and I get this totally, we're in total chaos, part of the genesis of this podcast. Therefore, most people are bogged down in the minutiae of life, most of which is making ends meet, paying bills. Therefore, we receive our education from the greater informational sources at large that profiteer on us being different. Yet we are not different. 
We've already said it in previous episodes. Yeah, I got out of my chair. I'm walking around. I'm fired up, man. We're all the effing same. At what point do you not see this? I remember in 1980, man, Jim Craig was stopping Russian slap shots in desperation. I was like sweating watching these shots go off goal and he was blocking them. Finally, we beat the Russians four to three. Flag goes up. Hell, I was crying with the flag at 10 years old. Why? Because I belonged somewhere. You've heard about my childhood. I didn't feel like I belonged, but America allowed me to belong. I felt America. I wanted to be a part of America. Now, do we all have our unique backgrounds that maybe could prohibit us from feeling that? Perhaps, but I don't think you can stay here for very long and not feel it unless you just simply chose not to. And why would you do that unless there are purveyors of disinformation out there making money on division and crafting policy on division? And you know what they're doing? They've got us all involved in their modern day gulag while they run around living and extolling the virtues of this great nation but trying to tell those people down below that they have none. Hmm. So the title of today's message is, Where in the hell do you come from? You're here now, right? Where do you come from? Hold on to that thought. Because we need to talk about our first corporate sponsorship of the Comfortable and Chaos Podcast with Eric Helberg, and it is none other than Mondo Lava Michilava Mix. Mondo Lava, spelled M-A-N-D-O-L-A-D-A. Michilava Mix. Put some spice into your life, baby, and spice up your beverages. Mix it with your beer of choice. You can find Armando Acosta and Mondo Lava Michilava Mix on Facebook. And guess what? He is Mexicano. My God, his family's from Mexico. But guess what? He's an American now. Does he still have heritage and culture that he embraces? Well, guess what? I married his sister. Thank God he decided to give me a sponsorship, right? We know a little bit about that stuff. There were only 10 white dudes at our wedding in 1998. 500 strong. Most of them were all Mexicano. Should I have embraced my Bowie knife, put my back up against the door and said, hell, man, I'm at the Alamo. I got to fight my way out of this mother... No, you know what I did? Coming from no family, no identity, I wrapped my arms around that mofo and said, let's go. I want every bit of it that you've got, man. And up until the places in Mexico where my wife's family was from became too damn dangerous because the U.S. doesn't care one damn bean about going down there and making that place a better country. They want to get involved everywhere else. Well, we used to go there all the time. 
Hell, I became more Mexican than a lot of Taco Bell Mexicans. It's a great place. It's a country like many others that are being exploited all around the world. It has everything. Yet it's in chaos. So if I could grab onto an identity, and then in the course of that, my wife tells me about her education coming up on the Rio Grande Valley. Hell, they were still talking about Black Jack Pershing going down into the Mexican Revolution, chasing Pancho Villa. She didn't start getting patriotic until I took her over to France for the 60th anniversary of D-Day. We started going to all these places of strategic significance and what all had taken place in this world and how our country had a big part in it. And she felt it too. She felt it too. What I think we all need to do is we need to all start lining up at the borders of other countries. If they will even allow us to get there, we need to go to some of these other countries in mass. I don't know if they have walls. Uh, of course, Israel has a wall. Hamas just breached that. Whether that was planned, allowed or not, maybe we'll get to that down the road. So you pick a border for me, and we're going to get, I don't know, 100 Americans. We're going to line up. Maybe that country has a river. Okay, well, I'll stand on the edge of the river. I mean, I know how to swim. We have a swimming pool. Hey, there's America for you. So maybe we'll ford that river and get up next to the wall. You think they're going to let us in? We're the only country doing it, man. Moreover, we're the only country that people are willing to do that for. Now, here's my next question. How would they tell if we're Americans at their border? Hmm. Let's see. I'm white, uh, supposedly, but my son's very curious. So guess what? He did Ancestry DNA or Ancestry.com, and he came back to me, and he's like, Hey, Dad, did you know we're black? I'm like, we're black, dude? Okay. I mean, well, tell me about it. He's like, yeah, right here. It says we have this much percentage of black in us. I'm like, well, dude, here's the whole deal on that. Part of my family's from Sicily. Sicily was conquered by the Moors. Well, the Moors were... African. Now, you can get into the debate, were they sub-Saharan Africans? Uh, were they strictly from the north, whatever? The end result was a dark complexion. Okay, so we got that in us. On the other side, I know one of my grandfathers, since my father was adopted, but on my mom's side, he used to tell me, Eric, I don't know what the hell I am, but I know it's three parts. Uh, I'm black, Irish, and Indian. Oh, man. Okay. Well, I'm one hell of a smorgasbord of stuff. But since my wife is puro Mexicana, well, that makes my kids primarily Mexican. All right. So we, we figured out where we came from, from Ancestry.com. If you're wondering to, go check it out, man. No plug, no money coming from them. Just interesting. You've already heard me say, if you don't know your history, you're condemned to repeat it. It's been going on since history started being made. I'll tell you another interesting tidbit. I remember for one of my son's birthday parties, he wanted his buddies over here. All right, well, so we went to Five Under. Hell, it may have been called Top Golf back then. Five Under, great place. My daughter worked there for some time. 
And here's who the cast of characters were. One's a fair-skinned Irishman with red hair. One's Vietnamese. One's African-American. The other two dudes beats the hell out of me. They're probably Heinz 57 like this village idiot talking to you right now. Were we in dissension? Or were we in unity? Because we hadn't listened to any of that bullshit stuff saying that we were different. But we all have a history, right? If you want to break it down into those ethnicities or points of origin. No. We all watched the same horror movie. All these buffoons were all scared. Only half of them would... Half of them decided they had to go play video games with my son. Half of them decided to stay on the couch with me and be spooked out. All right. We all ate the same food. We all played the same game of baseball. In general, we all had a good time. But I would venture to say that we hadn't been corrupted by all the lame duck crap that's put out that we're supposed to be adhering to that only inspires differences and division and keeps people from actually uniting and getting something done, for God's sakes. And I'm going to tell you this. If you've got any leader out there, and I'm talking at any level and or an elected official that is espousing the differences in people as opposed to the similarities in people, Get rid of their ass. Because while they are talking that crap, maybe some people still listen to it. They're making money off the back of that crap. And they actually don't give a crap about the people that they are either governing and or crafting policy for. Run away from them as fast as possible and find a way to get them to kick the you-know-what out of there and find someone who is willing to work for the greater good, meaning people as a whole, because we are all the same. Now, damn it, no one is negating the horrors of history. And I will tell you right now, you don't even hear the horrors of what actually goes on around the world because we are buffered from that. It takes away from this narrative in the great melting pot that is the only one in the world that has truly embraced people from everywhere, tried to put them together whereby we can somewhat live harmoniously. Is it perfect? F no, it's, it's perfectly imperfect. Is there room to grow? Hell yes. But you've heard me in past episodes saying if we keep looking back, we're never going to go forward. And if you have someone who wants to keep you behind, then that leader does not want you to go forward because there has to be a reason why they want to keep you back there. Don't let it happen to you. Everyone has been disenfranchised. There is disenfranchisement happening across the globe. I could bore you with what goes on on the continent of Africa right now. It's barbaric. It's horrific. I could bore you with what is going on as we make that bridge through the Horn of Africa or the Middle East. It is horrific. 
It is barbaric. Go to some other far-flung places whereby if you were uneducated and you had the untrained eye and the only way that you could become educated in that populace and look at a group or groups of people that look similar because you've never been exposed to them before, you would have to put the time in to understand the intricacies and the differences between these two groups. But did you know and I've been to some of these places in the world, that these groups, to the untrained eye, if you were just picked up and dropped there right now, you would not immediately recognize the differences and that those groups also have disdain for one another. This is the only country whereby an effort was made to embrace it all. And that's why, despite looking different, we're all the same. A brotherhood like Ray Charles was so thrilled to sing about, and you can feel that in his song. Now going back to that birthday party, my son's birthday party. We had one of his best baseball buds with him, Vietnamese. He's here. His family's here, yet America and a bunch of other countries fought one hellified war in his country that displaced and killed millions. All right, we had the fair-skinned Irishman. Okay, but why in the world did everyone from Ireland come here in the first place? One, they didn't have enough resources in that godforsaken country to support the populace, so it was poor leadership. There was an essence of religious liberty there, too. We've known about that going back into Ireland, Protestant Catholicism. Okay, all that good stuff. Well, the Catholics weren't going to be prohibited from taking care of business here in America. What happened to those guys once they got here? Gee whiz, most of the urban centers in America on the East Coast were built by these guys huddled in vermin-filled tenements, 10 and 12 to a room. All right? Well, my, grand, my great-grandparents had just come over from Sicily on that side of the family. I still used to hear them talk about the words WAP, Greasy, Dago, all these engendering things. Drive over a bridge in New York City. Look at the subway system. You think that was easy work where they were forced to go? All the Chinese that are here. Have you ever seen a train go by in this country? Who do you think laid all that track in pretty arduous conditions? I mentioned my grandfather talking. He said, I don't know what the hell I am, Eric. Uh, I'm black, I'm Irish, and I'm Indian. Okay, well, we know about Indians. But yet the Indians to this day are happy. I'll just speak from our own place up in New Mexico. I mean, the Indians aren't gambling at their own casino. They're not making food at their own casino for other Indians. They're making it for idiots like me. Yes, it's a crazy world. But here in America, isn't it 
a good enough place at this point that we have enough distance behind us where we can all start locking arms, holding hands. You don't have to get kumbaya on me. But start pursuing unity instead of a lack of harmony. And if we have a leader or leaders that are espousing something different, how do you expect to ever get there? And if you are truly concerned about moving forward and making this country a better place for everyone involved, that's really what it's going to take. In closing, and I think I've made my point, hopefully so. Hopefully this imprints in your mind, and I'm sure you've already thought about it because we've had so much BS preached to us otherwise. If I were to throw open both sets of French doors at our house and we had a big blowout party here like we have done countless times with all kinds of people coming in and out, all that I ask is that you comport yourself with a little bit of character and dignity. And if you do that and we become aligned, hell, I'll kill for you to make sure you're all right. And I'm sure you'd do the same for me. And that, my friend, is what modern-day America should be about. So until next time on the Comfortable and Chaos Podcast, I bid you boin voyage, my burgeoning flock. Until next time, like and subscribe to the Comfortable and Chaos Podcast.